Hello, welcome to Calls with Your Kinky Bestie. I'm Emma. I am a submissive and mentor for fellow kinksters. This podcast is all about insights into kinky life and dating, um, sharing my personal experience and stories, and help share mindset shifts too to get you into a confident space, um, more confident than you are now. So get ready. It all starts now. Hello, my little besties. How was your your weekend? Let's get you excited for this next week. We're dropping and driving. Ooh. Oh my God. Am I the worst podcast host ever? <laughs> the world may, may never know. Um, we are diving into one of my favorite topics uh, as of lately um, because I fully acknowledge that I have ADHD and my topics of interest change on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. So this might change later. So let's talk about it now. Well, I am really interested in this topic and have so many thoughts uh, that are fresh to say about this. So we are talking about service submission. Um, what this is in kink. So this is a desire to serve your partner in some way. It's a really, can be a really beautiful piece of your submission practice to care for your dom because oftentimes the desires we have in submission are to be taken care of by others. So, you know, sometimes uh, we also have a desire to take care of our doms or maybe, um, you know, that this is your dom's love language is to be cared for and acts of service or something that their their brain understands and loves and values so let's let's show that love for them in the ways that they love too so um if you do not have a dom that is okay this episode is for you too i'm actually also going like a big part of this episode is going to be talking about um ways to be a service sub to yourself actually to make space for um, manifesting service submission with a, with a dominant partner too. Um, so this is for you either way if you are just desiring a dom and desiring this to be part of your kink practice in some way or if you currently have a dom and are looking to you know be a good service sub to them even if you have ADHD or just executive functioning issues or struggle with the consistency piece. Um, this all ties in. So very excited to do this. Uh, let's, let's just dive in and talk about it. So how does this relate to ADHD? So if you have a desire to take care of your partner and, you know, just, you know, take some types of tasks and services, uh, over to, to do for them. Um, if you have struggles with executive functioning, um, or again, yeah, if you are just a, a person who tends to hyperfixate and get really excited about something once, but three months from now, it's hard to say if you'll, uh, you know, still be on that train and if this is still something that you'll be wanting to do later. Um, or who knows, maybe six months from now, this is still like the hot topic of your life and you're just finding different nuances for it. And that's okay too. But yeah, if you just really don't know, um, <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna talk about yeah how to automate and set systems in place so that yeah you can still care for your partner in lovely ways even if um, you know it's just not not the the hot topic for you anymore because you know 
our lovely Dami partners deserve that consistency from us too whenever we can create it. And we can absolutely create it even if we have uh, issues with executive functioning. And you don't have to do it in a way that's like hard and pushing yourself every single day to meet that standard that you once set for yourself six months ago. And you know, now also you're actually hyper fixating on something else and want to add five other, you know, things on top of that. Because that's not realistic. That's not kind to you. That's not kind to your your partner either. Um, so let's just not go there. Let's talk about, yeah, just systems to navigate service submission. Um, even if you, you know, have ADHD or are neurodivergent and struggle with, uh, you know, the consistency piece or just completing certain types of tasks. So let's do it and let's get into this. So first things first, if you have a desire um, to care for your, your dominant and service them in some way, we have to, it, it still is going to take time to do. So the first thing you've got to look at is really yeah, clearing up your life a bit because you can't do everything. You cannot do all the things. So let's make space so that you can service them. Um, and that's, you know, probably going to be a, a good fit anyways, because, <laughs> you know, if you have ADHD and, and you know, just dislike some sort of, uh, some types of executive functioning tasks, then getting them off your plate so that you can instead go do cool kinky shit and like, you know, untie your partner's shoes, like, that's fucking cool. Let's do that. And even if you don't have that done yet, this is going to be a great manifesting tool to really create space in your in your schedule and in your capacity and in your bandwidth to care for a partner um, before they show up. So then whenever they do, oh my gosh, great, you've already got all these cool systems in place so that you have time and the capacity to spend with them and to service them. That is really special and beautiful. So uh, in the efficiency productivity space, you've probably heard the terms um, eliminate automate and delegate. We're going to be talking about those things. I also have a couple others that I personally add in, which is systemize and batch. And I'll, I'll kind of take you through as well, <clears throat> like the order that I try to do these things in. Um, but first, I'm going to take you through how to yeah, go, go through these steps for yourself to uh, eliminate or at least minimize the amount of time that you're spending on the shit that you don't actually want to do to again yeah make that lovely space to do that for your partner instead or just to spend more time on the <clears throat> the tasks and the pieces that you have uh, this this lovely desire to do instead so um, elimination what are the things in your life that you're doing but actually no one has to do this, and it would be okay if this task never got done ever again. Like, the world wouldn't explode. You know, you might not even get an email about it. Like, just what would happen <laughs> if, if no one did this thing? If you look at the tasks of, uh, of uh, things on your to-do list, like, what would happen if no one did this? So, an easy way to find these items is if you have a to-do list look at the items on your to-do list that have been there for months and you haven't done it because you don't want to do it 
but that's actually okay because it's still been on your to-do list for for months <laughs> like your your life looks different now this thing doesn't actually you know need to get done because the world hasn't fallen apart without it getting done and it's pretty clear you don't want to do it if it hasn't happened all these months later so just what are the things that you can totally take out of your just take off your list altogether there might be some things you'll find on the list that maybe you initially put on there because you know three months ago you did want to do this thing like the idea of maybe a weekly walk with your neighbor sounded like a really good idea but for some reason you know it's not happening and if it's not happening and you have ADHD you know if you want it to happen it probably would happen so why isn't it um, I'm of the mindset of like you know why on earth would you force yourself to do something that you don't want to do and doesn't need to happen um, because there are ways that we can that you can reach your goals in a way that you actually want to do like things don't always have to happen a certain way you can achieve amazing things in your life with ease you can achieve things you can reach your goals in ways that work yeah again with your with you and your lifestyle and your desires and you know not always totally going against them so well, let's get that <laughs> clear right off the bat so yeah what are the things that we can just take off and it's cool if no one does this ever amazing they're crossed off we're not thinking about it anymore and we are moving on to the next the next uh, step here which is automation so what are the things in your life that yes need to happen but there's still a bit of a strain and you don't really want to do them like you find yourself having to force yourself to do it um, but there's you know already a machine or a piece of technology or some side of sort of service or software out there that can do it for you instead or at least make it a lot easier and less time consuming for you because this is 2023 there's a robot for everything so for me on my list this was things like dishes <laughs> and like cleaning my floors like I do not clean my floors I don't like I don't do it unless I actually you know the, the only times I would find myself actually doing those things is if I had some sort of motivation around fear like oh or you know criticism or rejection like oh someone's going to come to my house and they're gonna see my dirty floors and you know judge me for it so I'll clean my floors even though I don't want to so that they don't see it you know so those kinds of things so I invested in a fucking robot <laughs> one of those floor cleaning robots that is so cool um, and just yeah totally takes it off my place so all I had to do I had to buy that machine the one time um, and every um, six months or so I have to clean parts of it or like replace a part um, sometimes I have to mine is a mopping robot too so sometimes I have to like refill its water um, or clean out the dustbin but it's getting this thing done for me you know every day every week I have clean floors because I just did this thing this one time and very rarely do these maintenance pieces around it and right now I'm actually looking at ways that I can <laughs> can uh can batch up which we'll get into later um to batch up those tasks so that I have to do those things like the refilling the water tank and cleaning out the dustpan even less <laughs> um but yeah, right now I, I basically spend two minutes a week to clean out the dustbin 
uh, and maybe I'm spending two minutes a week over the course of, you know, a, a year to, <laughs> to replace the parts and wipe it down every once in a while. Um, but I have clean floors. Yay. I also, you know, got myself a, a lovely washing machine. My apartment didn't have a washing machine. Um, it wasn't really set up to get an actual washing machine, so I ended up getting a countertop one. Uh, and that's so great. <laughs> like, um, and honestly, some of these technology pieces, I kind of counted as delegating too. Like, you know, this is also just something, someone else. I kind of humanized my technology. So my robot vacuum, I named Mr. Hardwood. And yeah, Mr. Hardwood cleans my floors. He's amazing. And my dishwasher, my countertop dishwasher is named Antonio just because, I don't know, I think that's so fun that a little dude named Antonio lives in my kitchen and cleans all my dishes for me. Like, thanks, Antonio. You're doing great. So, <laughs> you know, I find a way to, to make it fun and make it like a, you know, a thing that I'm motivated to do. But also, like, this is something that makes sense for me and, and works for me and my brain. So I get pleasure and enjoyment from opening up my countertop dishwasher, seeing clean sparkling dishes and putting them away like I enjoy doing that what I did not enjoy about you know washing my dishes was touching dirty dishes was getting you know my hands wet my sleeves wet having to wash you know uh sponges and washcloths that got a little stinky in the in the you know sink and so you know it just wasn't a, a fun time and it took me a really long time to do as well because I get distracted pretty easily, especially if, you know, it's something that I don't want to do. So look at machines, but look at technology too. Like maybe there's some sort of reminder that can be can be set, you know, on an ongoing basis. That'll at least remind you to get this thing done if it actually does need to get done. Um, maybe there's some sort of online service or subscription you can invest in. Um, there's even tons of, like this, again, this is 2023, there's so much technology out there that oftentimes, like, they're pretty generous, free, uh, either trials of things or even just free, um, you know, uh, services that aren't, you know, at the, that pro level able to do everything for you, but can just automate some pieces of your life. So I highly encourage you, as you're doing something that you don't want to do, just spend an extra five minutes while you're already in that flow state of doing that thing and do some research of like, oh, what's a way that this can automatically uh, get done so that I don't have to do it? Because I know this actually does need to get done because if it didn't need to get done, I would just eliminate it and not deal with it. But yeah, what, what services or subscriptions or technology exists to help you automate that task so that it can happen, you know, with less of your participation or even none of your participation. That's, you know, <laughs> that's really ideal. Okay, so take a little break. When we come back, I'm gonna take you through um, systemizing, batching, and delegating as other ways to take shit off your plate. And then we're gonna talk about how to do this for a DOM in the service submission context and why you would want to do that. Okay, chat soon.
Just a little break to share that if you are loving this podcast and my content, um, if I'm someone you could see yourself working with, but you're wanting more direct support for your specific situation, I do offer mentorship. Um, It's personalized to you, private um, video or phone calls with me so you can chat about your situation um, and figure out a solution that's going to work for you. You can visit my website. It is kinkybestie.com slash mentorships to see what's available and to book in your spot on my calendar. Uh, It's kinky with a Y at the end and bestie with an IE at the end. Um, The link will be in the show notes so you can check it out there. Back to the show. Okay, hi, we're back. We talked about eliminating tasks and automating them. Now let's talk about systemizing them. So what are some of those those things that are on your, your to-do list that you're doing regularly, but that maybe there's even just a tiny, tiny little way that you can make this a little easier on yourself with some sort of system? So one of the things that comes to mind uh, for my personal life is laundry. So obviously, you know, I need to have clean clothes. Laundry needs to happen. You know, I I do have technology that helps me. I have a washing machine, which might sound like a no-brainer for you, but I actually have lived without a washing machine before where I had to wash my clothes by hand or take them someplace outside of my, my home to get them washed. So getting a washing machine was such a game changer. Um, but you know, the, there's not a machine yet that takes your dirty laundry to the washing machine and folds it and puts it back in your drawers yet. That can be delegated. We'll, we'll talk about that later. Um, but for me right now, that's not really at the, the list of priorities to delegate because the systems I've set in place make this easy enough that I don't really mind doing it as much anymore. So again, try to do this in the flow of the task as you're doing it while you're already in that mind space. And maybe, you know, maybe if it's um like a paperwork type task, sometimes it's hard to create those systems if you're not already doing them because then you have to like, you know, track down passwords and account numbers and phone numbers and stuff so it's really just easiest especially if this is something you don't really like to do to just do it in the moment while you're doing it so as I was doing my laundry or you know just taking my laundry to the the washing machine I was noticing like the steps I would have to take so for me that was I had clothes everywhere so I had to go from room to room and collect my clothes together that needed washed Um, you know, obviously then, then taking them and washing them, but I noticed that the putting away clean laundry piece, I would avoid a lot too. Um, like I would just avoid the task of folding and putting away my clothes. So to systemize that, you know, I, I guess this kind of ties into another piece too, which is eliminating a little bit. Um, I just eliminated one step of this like little routine of doing laundry, which was actually folding them because I realized that's what was holding me back. And, you know, I just asked myself, hey, do I actually need to have clothes folded? Probably not. It's actually probably okay if my underwear and my socks aren't folded up, if my t-shirts aren't folded up. Um, You know, even if, you know, the other clothes that, you know, maybe the reason I was folding them was because I didn't want them to be super wrinkly. 
Well, guess what? Uh, the system I can set in place instead is just getting clothes hangers and, <laughs> and setting up just, yeah, my wardrobe in a way where I can just hang all the clothes that don't need folded. So I just totally cut out the step of folding them all together. Um, but I still need to, you know, put my underwear and my socks somewhere. I'm not really a drawer person. That doesn't really work with my brain either, where things kind of get, you know, visually hidden away. So the way that my my wardrobe works, and if this is something you're, you're specifically interested in ADHD systems for clothing and laundry, go to my Instagram. I've recorded a whole, like, tour of my closet and have a whole post about <laughs> ADHD hacks for closet organization. My Instagram is, you know, kinky bestie. That's it. Uh, and that's probably linked in the show notes, too. But yeah, the way that I systemized that was because I think before I was folding up my underwear and my socks and putting them in like a rolling cart so that I could still see, you know, where they were, but they weren't tucked away in a drawer. But I actually switched over to like an over the door hanging shoe organizer. Um, and the reason I did that was so that I could still see all the things I need. It's all clearly laid out, but you know, I can just tuck tuck my stuff into like a little little cubby so I put my matching socks in one cubby um, another way I systemize this is instead of having to pair all of my socks I got rid of some of my printed socks and just switched to like matching you know gray and white athletic socks <laughs> like maybe if there's a pair of socks you love well can you just get 10 pairs of that sock you love so then you don't have to constantly <laughs> you know fight the fight of matching them up together because, you know, all my athletic socks that matched are the same color, I just put them in one cubby instead of having to match them in sets of two. Like, I just wash wash them as I use them and put them back in that cubby, and then I've got, yeah, this endless bank, and I just have to pull out as many socks as I need for the day, you know? So just a, it was just a way that I was able to systemize that to cut out some of the steps that were creating resistance and just, yeah, ultimately making this thing easier and faster, like this thing that I didn't want to do. So, okay. After all that, the next thing, if you can't get rid of the task, it still needs to happen. If you can't automate it with the machine somewhere, if you can't systemize it uh, to be done easier, or maybe you can systemize it to be easier, but you still want to take it a step further, cool. Let's look at batching. This isn't possible for every type of task, but it is for a lot of tasks. Um, and basking, oh, batching is to either, yeah, do that task multiple times at the same time <laughs> so that you don't have to, um, you know, week after week pull that, you know, task out again and do it then. Um, it's also can be grouping different types of tasks together so that you're doing them all at once kind of when you're already in the same headspace too. So what this might look like for laundry, maybe, you know, your, your routine now was to do laundry every day or every two days. Um, well, you know, a way that you could simplify that with batching if it would make sense for you to instead just be to do all of your laundry all at once. Um, maybe you, maybe social media is part of your, your job. So you're probably pretty familiar with batching. That'd be, you know, oh, can I create all of these posts at the same time and just schedule them to go out when I need them to? So then, you know, you don't have to open Canva five different times and hunt down all the fonts you need. Like you can just do it all at the same time. I'm actually batching right now. I batch my podcasts, so I record multiple podcasts at once, and then I schedule them to go out every week. 
um, because I struggle with the consistency piece. I um, am a cyclical person. I have a, a menstrual cycle that really affects my energy. So how I feel at one part of the month might be totally different than the other. So I batch so that I don't have to record podcasts whenever I'm in the space where I don't want to record podcasts. Because I do, like, this is something I really enjoy. So I just kind of maximize on the periods of time where I'm really hyper fixated and excited about talking about podcast topics. I'll just do it all at once. <laughs> um, it's just, just more efficient. And again, it uh, safeguards me um, from that consistency piece whenever I'm not feeling like I want to do a podcast the next week. Um, but yeah, you could also do this by grouping types of tasks together. So if there's, um, you know, those paperwork kind of technical tasks that need to happen, or maybe tasks, types of tasks that needs to happen on the computer, like medical things, like, can you group multiple types of tasks together and just get that shit all done at once and maybe create some sort of system around that? So again, combining with that system piece, maybe you can set up a reminder to go off every, every two weeks to, you know, uh, just just reminds you to round up all your, your tasks that need to happen and doing them all at once. Um, oh, and then the last piece of this is delegating. So this is, if this is something in your life that needs to get done, but even after looking at automate, automating, systemizing, batching, or delegating, um, or, you know, <laughs> well, you've looked at, you know, all those pieces except for delegating, you know, this is still taking capacity and it's just not something that you want to do. Well, maybe you could just delegate it out to someone else entirely. Um, so instead, all you've got to do is, yeah, just make sure you're, you're, you're paying this person or something uh, on a schedule. Or maybe that's even automated. So it just automatically comes out of your, your bank account and this thing is done for you. So whatever. We're talking about laundry. Let's just keep talking about laundry. You could totally delegate out your laundry. Like you could um, get like an in-house, you know, person to come to your house and wash your laundry for you there. And maybe they're doing that alongside other tasks that need to happen in your home. Um, you know, maybe it's working with a, a laundromat that can do some of those pieces for you. Um, yeah, there's just so many different ways this can go. Again, delegating can also be, um, you know, working with some piece of technology or machine that can be considered delegating too. But this is especially important if, if you're really operating at a level, um, like, you know, if you are... A skilled person <laughs> uh, who has some sort of you know of job that is able to pay you like you can instead of spending five hours a week on laundry you hate if you're able to pay someone to do that for you with two hours of work that you care about and want to do instead and then that pays for someone to take care of that boring shit for you why wouldn't you do that um, this is something that some blocks might come up for you around like worthiness um, or just, yeah, fear of uh, wealth and class divides and things like that, like, you know, hiring people to work with you. I get that. Um, so maybe that will be a podcast episode later. If this is something you're interested in, oh my God, send messages to me and we can talk about it. Um, this is something that I'm still working through a little bit too. Um, so I, I have, in the past, I've hired cleaners to come to my house and take care of things for me. And it's something that I struggle to do consistently too. Um, like, and, and even when it was happening, I felt a little weird. Yeah. Being outside of my home and someone taking care of those pieces for me, but it was such a 
like a, a gift to myself. It was a gift of my time back um, because, you know, they, because this was their job and something that they're interested in doing. You know, I worked directly with someone locally, like this was their small business and this thing that they liked to do. Um, I was able to support them on, you know, on, on their goals and what they want to do. And then they were supporting me towards my goals, you know, so then I was able to free up time to work on my business instead and, you know, reach more people and help more people in this kink space. So look at this, look at this, look at this, uh, and then go through all these steps again, look at them that way as well. Um, okay. So <laughs> these are like high level descriptors and I did take you through some specific examples of way that you could do this for your own life, but Hey, you're in this podcast because you are interested in service subbing for someone else, either someone that is currently in your life or someone that you want to be in your life in the future, something that you desire. So you could totally go through all of these steps too, for things that you want to do with your partner. Um, one of the personal examples I'll bring in because I have a little bit of a service submission desire as well. Um, I felt called a few months ago to just, I wanted to, when my, when I entered a, like either my home or my partner's home, I wanted to take my Dom's shoes off for him. Um, and it was something I really enjoyed doing, but you know, later on my kink path, it just didn't scratch the same inch anymore. It wasn't something that I wanted to do. And I realized that that was one of those uh, things that could be eliminated. Like, this is something that no one actually had to do. Like, no one had to take my Dom's shoes off for him. He could, he was perfectly capable of doing that for himself. And so that was okay if I, you know, when I decided a few months later that actually I don't want to do this anymore, it was okay that I didn't have, that I didn't have to because, you know, that thing didn't need to, to happen uh, from someone else. Like, my partner is capable of doing that themselves too. So... There are probably a lot of tasks in your service submission that are things that, yeah, again, don't actually need to be done by anyone really, but you're just feeling this desire to do it. So it's okay to acknowledge that, yeah, this is something that doesn't actually need to happen. So it's okay if in a few months I don't want to do this thing anymore. Like the world won't collapse, things will be fine. I can communicate that and yeah, we can move forward in a different way. But especially if there are things that like our non-essential services that you want to take on. Um, if you're wanting to take these on, but something is stopping you, like the time um, or something something like that, or just the, the bandwidth, like you're totally zapped after taking care of your own to-do list, go through these systems for your freaking life so that you can free up some of your time and capacity to be able to, you know, have that time and attention to do, to do that for someone else. And then I'd really recommend leaning into the automating, systemizing, and batch piece for whenever there's something you're interested in, you know, you're wanting to serve your partner in a certain way. But again, this is a hyperfixation now, and you're not sure if this is going to be a consistent thing. Um, you can totally take that hyperfixation energy that you have now to set up strong systems so that, you know, you're able to manage this for your partner over a longer period of time. Um, so... Oh, I'm, I can totally bring this back to a client example, um, but I will not do that because, uh, you know, even though, of course, I wouldn't talk about their identity, um, I'll let that be like, you know, a one-on-one -on -one conversation with me and them. But um, yes, 
that is about all I have to say about this episode. Sorry this one went on for so long. This is actually not all that I have to say about this episode. I could keep going because this is my current hyperfixation. But for the sake of, you know, this podcast not being an hour long, <laughs> I will end it here. Um, thank you so much for listening, friends. Ooh, my dog was done too. He just, he just uh, hopped down from the couch if you heard him. Um, I will see you in the next episode. And again, if you want to chat, like if you're having a hard time with the creativity piece and coming up with these items for yourself, this is absolutely something we could talk about in mentorship, um, you know, because I'm a kink mentor, so we can totally work one-on-one. Um, all the links for all of the things are in the show notes. I also realize I do have an Amazon storefront, so <laughs> I'll post that too if you're interested in the robot vacuum and the robot, like the countertop washing machine that I use. <laughs> and maybe I'll find some other machines I like to use too that I'll throw on there as well. Um, so that, yeah, you can learn about those too if that seemed like a system that could work for you. Um, and I will chat with y'all in the next one. Goodbye. Thank you so much for joining me this episode. You can follow the podcast on the platform where you're listening to get updates with new episodes. You can follow me on social media at Kinky Bestie. I'm on Instagram. Um, You can also check the show notes for any links or resources that I talked about in this episode or just more ways to connect with me. And please share this with your kinky friends who could benefit from this type of content. Um, There is also an option for each podcast episode to engage with uh, Q&As or polls. So I'd love to hear from you and create future episodes around what you want to chime in with. So please check those out in the show notes too. And I look forward to hearing from you. Bye. Thank you.